the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. President Trump right now is addressing the nation regarding the coronavirus, and we join him as he speaks. All Americans, to keep new cases from entering our shores, we will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. The new rules will go into effect Friday at midnight. These restrictions will be adjusted subject to conditions on the ground. There will be exemptions for Americans who have undergone appropriate screenings, and these prohibitions will not only apply to the tremendous amount of trade and cargo, but various other things as we get approval. Anything coming from Europe to the United States is what we are discussing. These restrictions will also not apply to the United Kingdom. At the same time, we are monitoring the situation in China and the South Korea. And as their situation improves, we will reevaluate the restrictions and warnings that are currently in place for a possible early opening. Earlier this week, I met with the leaders of health insurance industry who have agreed to waive all co-payments for coronavirus treatments, extend insurance coverage to these treatments, and to prevent surprise medical billing. We are cutting massive amounts of red tape to make antiviral therapies available in record time. These treatments will significantly reduce the impact and reach of the virus. Additionally, last week I signed into law an $8.3 billion funding bill to help CDC and other government agencies fight the virus and support vaccines, treatments, and distribution of medical supplies. Testing and testing capabilities are expanding rapidly day by day. We are moving very quickly. The vast majority of Americans, the risk is very, very low. Young and healthy people can expect to recover fully and quickly if they should get the virus. The highest risk is for elderly population with underlying health conditions. The elderly population must be very, very careful. In particular, we are strongly advising that nursing homes for the elderly suspend all medically unnecessary visits. In general, older Americans should also avoid non-essential travel in crowded areas. My administration is coordinating directly with communities with largest outbreaks, and we have issued guidance on school closures, social distancing, and reducing large gatherings. Smart action today will prevent the spread of the virus tomorrow. Every community faces different risks, and it is critical for you to follow the guidelines of your local officials who are working closely with our federal health experts, and they are the best. For all Americans, it is essential that everyone take extra precautions and practice good hygiene. Each of us has a role to play in defeating this virus. Wash your hands, 
clean often used surfaces, cover your face and mouth if you sneeze or cough, and most of all, if you are sick or not feeling well, stay home. To ensure that working Americans impacted by the virus can stay home without fear of financial hardship, I will soon be taking emergency action, which is unprecedented, to provide financial relief. This will be targeted for workers who are ill, quarantined, or caring for others due to coronavirus. I will be asking Congress to take legislative action to extend this relief. Because of the economic policies that we have put into place over the last three years, we have the greatest economy anywhere in the world by far. Our banks and financial institutions are fully capitalized and incredibly strong. Our unemployment is at a historic low. This vast economic prosperity gives us flexibility, reserves, and resources to handle any threat that comes our way. This is not a financial crisis. This is just a temporary moment of time that we will overcome together as a nation and as a world. However, to provide extra support for American workers, families, and businesses, tonight I am announcing the following additional actions. I am instructing the Small Business Administration to exercise available authority to provide capital and liquidity to firms affected by the coronavirus. Effective immediately, the SBA will begin providing economic loans in affected states and territories. These low-interest loans will help small businesses overcome temporary economic disruptions caused by the virus. To this end, I am asking Congress to increase funding for this program by an additional $50 billion. Using emergency authority, I will be instructing the Treasury Department to defer tax payments without interest or penalties for certain individuals and businesses negatively impacted. This action will provide more than $200 billion of additional liquidity to the economy. Finally, I am calling on Congress to provide Americans with immediate payroll tax relief. Hopefully, they will consider this very strongly. We are at a critical time in the fight against the virus. We made a life-saving move with early action on China. Now we must take the same action with Europe. We will not delay. I will never hesitate to take any necessary steps to protect the lives, health, and safety of the American people. I will always put the well-being of America first. If we are vigilant and we can reduce the chance of infection, which we will, we will significantly impede the transmission of the virus. The, the virus will not have a chance against us. No nation is more prepared or more resilient than the United States. We have the best economy, the most advanced health care, and the most talented doctors, scientists, and researchers anywhere in the world. We are all in this together. We must put politics aside, stop the partisanship, and unify together as one nation and one family. As history has proven time and time again, Americans always rise to the challenge and overcome adversity. Our future remains brighter than anyone can imagine. Acting with compassion and love, we will heal the sick, care for those in need, help our fellow citizens, and emerge from this challenge stronger and more unified than ever before. 
God bless you and God bless America. Thank you. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are just wrapping up listening to President Trump's address to the nation of coronavirus. And, you know, when I heard today that he was going to be addressing the nation, I thought what a difficult position that he was being put in. I used the analogy recently, and I heard somebody else use it today before I went live tonight, that uh, what what many have done, the Democrats and the spokespeople and the, their their spokes in the media, what they what they've done basically with this was, and um, that they shouted fire in a crowded theater, and that then put setting a Trump for a trap for President Trump, that he's supposed to calm the stampede as people are are, are rushing to get out of the crowded theater and trampling others, causing more causing more anguish and harm to people by shouting fire and you know the trap for president trump is is that if he's there's been so much incitement unnecessary panic over this that the damage how do you how do you put that back how do you calm the fears of people that have been fed over and over and over that this is going to cause millions of americans to die and there was no way to you know that how how do you calm those fears when they've already then they've already got it in their heads that this is out of control and that this is this is going to be this is going to result in the in the deaths of millions and millions of Americans and there's nothing that we could do to stop it. So the trap was set for President Trump that if, if he tries to to provide any sense of calm in a way in terms of downplaying the risk of the threat, then he's accused of not caring about it. If he if he does anything or says anything that that props up those unnecessary panic and those unnecessary fears, then he's aiding the crisis because this is this is at this point where are we at at this point we have a disease that could be far worse than the flu that actually could end up we've got projections like from germany saying today 70% of the pe- people will be infected she does not know that there are so many false numbers and false projections coming out that are based upon theory based upon uh, suggestion based upon ideas or opinion not based in fact and it's been really unfortunate dr drew said and and then we're going to i want to before I, I address the different points from from what president trump had to say today one of the reasons why um he, he was in in a trap is because you know dr drew said today that the the mainstream media he felt that they should be held accountable because the mainstream media stoked this for all the wrong reasons. And as Dr. Drew said today, 18th, eight, on, a, on a bad year with the flu, 88,000 people die. This year, it's been 18,000 people have died from the flu in the United States and about 100 from the coronavirus. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a, a high number. And, you know, that, those, that's what's real. That's absolutely what's real. Could this coronavirus be worse than the flu absolutely but people have already been using language as though it already is and when you speak in terms almost as i was telling somebody earlier before the show that it's almost been kind of like the climate change that people are making projections based upon fear and based upon opinion not based on what the reality is one of the things and that's that's what's so incredibly dangerous and and you and one of the things that that Dr. Drew one of the reasons why I believe that President Trump had to speak tonight because Dr. Drew said that one of the, he, that he felt that the media should pay a price for stoking unnecessary fear and panic everybody who is elderly and everybody with a compromised immune system system is at risk in this country every day throughout their lives every day and it's a, and it's abuse of them for um for the mainstream media to to um 
to, as Dr. Drew said, destroy businesses, destroy industries, upend people's lives. When, as President Trump said tonight, that the that if you're not elderly and if you don't have a compromised immune system, you are at very low risk of catching this. And even if you do catch it, you're at low risk of having it become a, 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 a deadly situation for you. Those are the facts. And I think President Trump, I'm going to take a break in a minute. When I come back, I'm going to get into some of the specifics that he talked about in his speech. But I thought he did an amazing job overall of speaking from this from a place of where are we at? What are we going to do to to minimize it? I think he did a great job of trying to deal with it from a fact-based situation with very, very clear specifics on what we can do as a nation to try to combat it, to try to stop the spread of it. I thought he did a really good job with some specifics for the economy that would do go a long way in terms of calming people about the long-term impact of this to our lives, economically, as well as from a health standpoint. So I thought he, and then he wrapped with saying that this is America and we're the greatest nation we uh, in the world. We've got the greatest doctors and researchers and scientists and that we will emerge from this stronger than before. So I thought he did a brilliant job. We're going to take a break. We come back though. I'm going to get into some of the specifics of what Trump had to say for his plan. And I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page. At Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing reality in American education today at Amazon.com. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting age believer, trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using BiblicalVoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.BiblicalVoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click BiblicalVoter.com, then pray and obey. Buying or selling a home is the biggest financial transaction most people ever make. This is Dennis Prager. Selecting the right real estate agent is crucial. Selecting the wrong real estate agent could cost you a lot of time and money. That's why I refer San Diego County's real estate authority, Jim Butrell, founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. Jim is a proud Marine Corps veteran with a proven track record and guarantees your success every time. Jim nets his sellers 5.6% more money and sells his listing 
listings in one-third the time when compared to the average agent. While others make big promises, Jim will actually guarantee the sale of your home at a price you agree to, or he will buy it himself. Guaranteed in writing. That's because Jim already has the buyers. Thousands of ready buyers in waiting from his exclusive database looking to buy right now. Call Jim Bottrell at 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or go to jimhasthebuyers.com. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, I was driving to work this morning and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of it. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over a million six hundred thousand roofs, many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started fifty nine bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1045872, and 1050133. I was just reading in the Secure Act that it looks like the grandchildren would actually have to take the distribution immediately. How do I know how much money to move into a Roth? Why shouldn't I ditch our advisor and go all in with the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund? Joe Anderson, CFP, and Big Al Clopine, CPA, answer your most pressing money questions on Your Money, Your Wealth, Saturdays at 11 a.m. on The Answer San Diego. You'll laugh while you learn strategies to help you retire successfully. Your money, your wealth. Presented by Pure Financial Advisors. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were listening to President Trump address a fearful nation. Um, uh, and I, I want to make sure people understand where I'm coming from as I go into specifics about Trump. I, I thought he did a phenomenal job to uh, address the issue, come up with a specific plan to attack it. And on a positive note, he was really put in a difficult position because if he didn't, if he didn't show if if he downplayed it in any way, he, you know, would be accused of not caring enough or doing enough about it. But if he didn't project calm, if he, if he didn't attempt to downplay it in some way, then we could continue to have a nation that has become, even as Andrew Cuomo put it, way out ahead of the actual crisis for where it is. And um, I thought he did a brilliant job. To get into some of the specifics, one of the first things that he said is that he was spending suspending travel from Europe um, with some some exemptions for some Americans. Uh, he was not making the ban from the U.K., so I would have to hope at that point that there would be a, a search done that people wouldn't be able to get in through the U.K. He was some, some really important points that I thought, and in, in terms of, of travel, before I move on from the travel thing, I thought this was really important. You know, Pre- President Trump, uh, one of the first things that he did early on was ban any travel from China, and I thought that was, and as well as handling the way the government handled the people that were on cruise ships, 
Uh, there were the people that were brought here that should not have been brought here from China. We got to remember part of the, part of the exposure that we have had in the country was when we had a Department of Homeland Security, I believe, official and Obama holdover who, without authorization, made the decision to evacuate some people from China, some of which I believe uh, had at least been exposed, if not tested positive. Um, in terms of travel, President Trump said that they are going to continue to monitor it. We'll have to see if, if, as the cases expand throughout the globe, he might expand the travel advisory as well. Some of the specifics that he, from the government in terms of it, the health care itself was that he was instructing, I guess, insurance companies to waive copays. I don't know if he can really instruct it. I got to look into that and see. I mean, is the government now implementing a regulation. How is that going to work out? He wants he wants copays and costs for coronavirus to be waived as well as he didn't want anybody to end up getting slapped in the face with, um, you know, uh, bills that they weren't expecting for the coronavirus. I think that that helps to calm the fears of the American people. Um, but there are people today that are struggling with cancer that are getting uh, or struggling with the flu or hospitalized. We've got a case of TB here in San Diego. Is that person going to have their their fees waived? Um, but this is this is the position that President Trump has been in with having to with um, his role and the trap that was set for him. You know, I, I think it's a good move politically, but I have some questions about that. Cutting red tape uh, for researchers to come up with antiviral therapies. Absolutely important. Um, He went in to reassure people, as I said before the break, about the risk, that it's low for most people, that even if you're exposed to it, that your chances of contracting it are low. The highest risk are the elderly and those with underlying issues. He uh, suggested that nursing homes suspend on unnecessary visits, that they do social distancing, that unnecessary travel and getting out into the community for nursing for, for the elderly. Um, he suggested that everybody follow that every community is different and that he suggested that people follow the guidelines of their local community and officials. I think that was a great importance. And he said for people to take precautions and follow hygiene. Um, all great points. Absolutely all great. When it came to the economy, and this is one reason why President Trump had to address the nation tonight, because the economic impact, as Dr. Drew talked about, businesses being destroyed, lives being upended uh, at this point, in, in my belief, well out ahead of where the reality is of the disease itself and the impact. And the stock market is bleeding out. A point I made to somebody earlier tonight, we all care about the elderly. We don't want anybody to suffer. But the fomenting, and I believe that the Democrats and their and their mainstream media, that the reason why they have been pushing this all day, every day, in a way like they never did with the H1N1, 61 million people around the world Contracted H1N1, I think 267,000, six figures, I can't remember the exact number, of people died from H1N1. We had almost 800 people hospitalized in critical condition in San Diego from H1N1, and we had none of this hysteria from the meeting. From the media, somebody said today, I wondered how the left and the Democrats were going to to campaign against President Trump and his great economy. And this is it. And that comment, by the way, was from a doctor. So President Trump had to come out tonight, not just calm the fears of Americans, but he had to calm the fears of Americans because of the impact on the economy. And if the stock market is tanking, who do you think that's going to hurt? The young people in this country, the millennials. They've got plenty of time to rebound economically and have their 401ks and their and their stock markets or whatever their portfolio is to, ha- to have that bounce back. But the very people most at risk 
of suffering from coronavirus are the people most at risk financially that they're not going to live long enough to rebound. How many how many of our seniors right now and our elderly are at risk of being destroyed financially because of the unnecessary fears that have been stoked in the part of the media? Some of the things President Trump suggested uh, from an economic standpoint is, and he said this is not a financial crisis. It is a temporary moment. He reassured America that the foundation that we have from our economy, we have resources now. We have, um, what else did he say that we had? We had uh, resources, reserves, and flexibility that we didn't have before as a nation to fight this, and this is just temporary. Some specifics he came up with that I thought were brilliant. The Small Business Administration to exercise its authority, to provide capital advancements, to help uh, businesses that were affected over, uh, you know, overcome the short-term economic impact. He talked about deferment of tax payment payments for s- certain individuals and businesses negatively impacted. He urges Congress to come up with payroll tax relief. I think this is really important. Um, I, I, he said this would all of these measures would provide an additional two hundred billion dollars in additional liquidity in the country. You know, I could get ultra conservative here, like I was talking about earlier with the co-pays and say, this is kind of liberalism. This is a little bit of socialism. We're picking and choosing winners and losers here, but I absolutely support this plan from president Trump because this is, this is not just about specifics that will actually help people, but this is also about calming the fears of Americans. Absolutely about calming their fears. So he went on to rap after giving those specifics and talking about how we are the nation that the, that basically we, we're not going to be destroyed by this, coronavirus. This disease will not destroy the greatest nation in the history of the world. That no nation is more prepared or more resilient. That we have the most talented doctors, scientists, and researchers. He urged America to stop the partisanship, stop the divide. And that's, he said that Americans always rise to the challenge and we need to treat uh, this with compassion and love and healing the sick and helping Uh, those that need help and emerging stronger as a nation. So I thought it was an absolutely brilliant uh, speech tonight. I thought it had struck absolutely the right tone and with the right points. If there was any other thing that could be done, can somebody tell me what it would be? Could you listen to this address tonight and the details with which President Trump has come out and made these suggestions and, and his actions to combat this? Is there anybody who could come up with a with an additional idea? That would make any more sense or go any farther? Because at what point can any government make sure that nobody dies from a disease? Whether it's COVID-19, whether it's cancer, whether it's tuberculosis that was diagnosed in San Diego today. Whether it's whooping cough that we now have in this country because of open borders. There's only so much that any government can do to keep you alive and to keep you healthy and keep you from contracting a disease that could take your life whatever it is. God bless President Trump. I thought it was a great speech. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to bring in my friend Lowell Ponte who's going to be here. Um, he's uh, a pundit. He's an author, radio show host. He's been on the Andrea K. Show before, and he's going to be here to weigh in. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K.? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619 992 
7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you recently had a client whose bank told them their debt-to-income was too high. You fixed that and closed it with the same bank. How are you able to do that? Expertise is often the difference. You don't go to the IRS for tax advice. Don't go to your bank for loan advice. So their loan made sense on paper. They had good credit, income, and a lower payment. They should qualify. I think it was just too confusing for the bank teller because they had Social Security, rental income, and even a part-time job. We put their application together correctly and got it closed with the same bank at an even better rate. We're advocates for our clients, helping them understand and standing by them all the way through closing. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. The Crossroads of the West Gun Show is back this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. We're finding everything we're looking for, so we're impressed. It's America's premier gun show with great deals on guns, ammo, scopes, accessories, and more. Some at wholesale prices, plus jewelry, gift ideas, and door prizes. We'll scour through, find the best bargain, come back and buy it. Crossroads of the West Gun Show this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. All sales are conducted in compliance with applicable laws. You can buy, sell, and trade at the Crossroads Gun Show. Crossroads of the West Gun Show is back this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Andrea K. here, also known as AK-47. It's not just a gun show selling guns. It's also just a great, fun event to go to if you want to do some shopping. They've got everything there from knives. You can find all kinds of accessories from scopes and ammo. And they've even got, like, really cool clothing and things like collectibles and antique items. So go to the Crossroads of the West Gun Show. One ticket is good for both days. The show is Saturday from 9 to 5 and Sunday from 9 to 4 at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. You get to skip the lines if you get the advanced tickets at CrossroadsGunShows.com. That's CrossroadsGunShows.com. I'm doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise, but I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back. My doctor said I may have a chronic medical condition called Irritable Bowel Syndrome with Constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. San Diego is home to one of California's most successful personal injury law firms, King Amanpour and Associates. Since 1996, Attorney King and Brother Ari have represented thousands and recovered millions for injury victims and families who have lost loved ones in car or motorcycle accidents. If you ever need a personal injury attorney, call Attorney King, 619-333-3333, 619-333-3333, Attorney King. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Uh, President Trump addressed the nation tonight. We listened to him, and then I just uh, gave my perspective on his suggestions. I'd love to hear from you, 888-344-1170. Joining me now to give uh, his reaction to President Trump's address to the nation and whether or not he feels that President Trump has set the right tone. Was he calm enough to calm fears, yet still treating this ser- as seriously as he should be? What, did he, what does he think about the specifics, particularly as it relates to the economy? Is Lowell Ponty. His book is Money, Morality, and the Machine, Smith's Law in an Unethical, Overgoverned Age. Hi, Lowell. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, always a pleasure to be with you. No, I think the President Trump set a very good tone tonight. Stable, calm, reasonable. He did act preemptively against travel from China earlier than any other leader. While the European Union has been allowing travel to continue without any medical checking, thereby making things worse, he slowed it down. He now wants to choke it off even more, put a 30-day embargo on certain kinds of foreign travel. Uh, All of that would be very helpful at this point. In terms of his economic um, suggestions, your your thoughts, because he actually wanted the payroll tax cut, and there were even Republicans that said, no, I don't, we, we don't want to start going down this road, Lindsey Graham said, because then, you know, the Democrats are going to be come, wanting to come up with all these spending packages for their pet projects. Well, this isn't about spending. This is about cutting costs for, for individuals, because if we're going to be telling people that here we've got the left and Democrats and their spokespeople in the media saying we practically need to have a national quarantine and everybody needs to stock up. Well, not everybody has enough money to rush out right now and stock up on 30 days worth of food and sit at home without pay. So, you know, um, President Trump, I think he's done everything that he could without Congress so far uh, with like Small Business Administration and, you know, tax um, deferments for certain people. But I think Congress could do more with these these payroll tax deductions and other ways to help businesses. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. The president said explicitly this is not a financial crisis that we do need to provide low-interest loans to businesses that are struggling because people aren't buying and and things are not getting manufactured as readily as needed. Uh, He's asking Congress for $50 billion. Uh, He is seeking payroll tax relief, which frankly would be very good. But Congress does not want to give up money easily that went to all that trouble to, to glom onto in people's pockets. So I think that's part of it. We have a government that believes in redistributing your wealth and mine, but they don't want to redistribute their power back to the people. Mm. They want to keep the power themselves. And so that's what you're seeing, unfortunately. Well, yeah. And, you know, the same people that are saying, oh, President Trump, he only cares about the, how did Nancy Pelosi put it or uh, up Chuck Schumer? It was something like, Oh, he's only wanting to to come up with these economic ideas because all he cares about is the Dow Jones. He doesn't care about the Jones family. These are the same people that don't want the border sealed. They want every Tom, Dick, and Harry who's un, who has never had a vaccination and never been immunized to come across the border. We and there's Chinese nationals that all from all around the world. There's people at our border right now in San Diego that want to come in here. Oh, and I remember not that long ago, what a couple of years in Carlsbad, for example, they apprehended one illegal alien who had cholera, for God's sake. Mm. I yeah. mean, these are the kind of diseases that are swarming across the border because the Democrats don't want that border sealed. They want all those people added to voter rolls and counted in the census in 2020. 
because that will just keep more congressmen that they can manipulate. But uh, all kinds of strange things have been happening. They're doing what you would expect, politicizing the virus, by saying, oh, Trump isn't doing a good enough job. But unfortunately, some of the far left you find in the Democratic Party, some of Bernie Sanders supporters, for example. If we can look at one vivid example, Denver City Councilwoman Candy Sidabaka. She actually signed on to, a, to an, a, a constituent's proposal. If I do get the coronavirus, I'm attending every MAGA or Trump rally I can. In other words, they're talking about deliberately using the virus as a weapon, not just, just as would be used in biological warfare. And if you spread that to everyone who's a little older than average at a Trump rally of 10,000 people, you're talking about the equivalent of taking a gun and murdering 300 people in cold blood. That's what she's proposing, but she hasn't apologized. She hasn't resigned. She is a, 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 and there are laws against this sort of thing with other diseases. 32 states have laws against spreading AIDS that way. Uh, states like Ohio have laws against spreading hepatitis C, and that's been used in a case where one person spit in the eyes of a police officer, for example, who had that disease. Uh, in 1984, in the Dalles, Oregon, a community of about 10,000 people, 750 people were sickened when a guy calling himself the Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh told his followers to spread salmonella at a salad bar at a popular restaurant yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, so so all kinds of horrifying things were done by freaks in the past, but now, we're, as we see in an age where uh, they have Antifa, they have all kinds of terror groups and hate groups going after Trump supporters, now you see them literally talking about using lethal weapons at Trump rallies. And you know what, and I, I believe that woman actually feels that way. I don't believe that she was being hyperbolic at all, because you're right, I mean, these are people that feel absolutely justified and throwing cement milkshakes, cracking people over the head. The Bernie Sanders field operative dude out of Iowa was caught on video saying, you know, if we don't get the nomination, we're going to Milwaukee, I guess it is, where the DNC has their convention, and we're going to burn that town down. And I, go, I, I would go even farther than that. You know, what Democrats say, as they are in this case, too, we want to raise taxes. We want to take more money from people. We want to impose more regulation. What does that cause? That causes stress. What does stress cause? Stress causes heart attacks, strokes, mm -hmm. cancer. So in other words, you can quantify, and I'd like to see them have to be, be required to try doing this on legislation they want to pass. You can quantify how many people will die from maladies caused by the stress of you raising people's taxes or increasing government regulation. Well, how many elderly people who are at most risk for coronavirus are going to die looking at their 401k statement? In the next month because of all of all of this literally uh, I, you know I have to I, it's the only explanation I can come up with when you see that the H1N1 and I've already given the number 61 million people infected around the world we had almost 800 people hospitalized in critical care here in San Diego alone in 2009 from it and we didn't hear any of this uh, nobody we didn't have the economy shut down you know people don't like talking about the flu they somehow seem to think that 18,000 people dying so far in this flu season and across the country is no big deal, but we, you know we, we're destroying our, our economy from within over 100 deaths from coronavirus. Will could the coronavirus become worse than the flu at some point? Yeah, but until it's there, you can't tell me that the flu that it's worse than the flu. Oh, the coronavirus is a really freaky virus. And by the way, you have to understand in Wuhan, 
oh, yes, I'm a racist for saying that it came from a city in China, even though that's how the Chinese themselves describe it. Uh, the, the Chinese government officially says, oh, it came from a meat market where they sell live bats and snakes mm -hmm. and pangolin. They don't mention that that meat market is 900 feet or about two and a half minutes walk, about one-sixth of a mile away from China's number one uh, level four chemical warfare laboratory in Wuhan. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. so is this a bug that escaped or not? We know it's freaky. We know it mutates in crazy ways. We know that if you catch it, normally if you catch a cold virus, like a coronavirus, let's say you caught a corona five virus, you will never catch that virus again in, your, in the rest of your life. You will acquire a lifelong immunity to that particular virus among the 200 or so odd ones that cause uh, colds. But in this case, it's like when you were a kid and you got a birthday cake and there were candles on it and they said, oh, blow out the candles and you blew them out and you were very happy and then two seconds later all the candles relit. This disease can literally come back two days after a doctor declares you cured of it. Now, how do we know this? Because I haven't heard that anywhere. Uh, the Japanese have found that. The Chinese found it in 14% of cases. The Japanese have found it in individual cases. So it's quite capable of reigniting, coming back on people at an unknown period of time. Because one of the things that we're, we've only got a minute or so left, because one of the things that's confusing to me is that uh, not conf I don't want to say confusing. There's a whole lot of conflicting theories about this virus and what it can do. And one of my good friends who's a doctor, a geriatric doctor who treats who has been treating coronavirus patients for years and years and years, um, is one of the people that has been trying to raise the red flag for his elderly patients and beyond about the flu every year. And, you know, he um, says that this is he, he's not buying any of that and says that this is this is um, no worse than any other situation that we've had and that we faced. I, you know, I don't if, really... if you're in your 70s, you have up to a 7 percent chance of dying of it. If you're in your 80s, up to a 14 percent chance of dying of it. It's quite serious. By the way, that book, Money, Morality, and the Machine you mentioned, any of your listeners can get that book totally free and postpaid. It will not cost you a penny. You just call a toll-free number, 800-630-1492, like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's 800-630-1492. This is what Craig Smith, who you see once a week or so on Neil Cavuto on Fox Business, mm -hmm. and I have done with the seven books we've done. We're, we're just trying to help people and this way you get a chance to read a 250-page book that reads like a novel for free. Fantastic. A little updated news here. It looks as though the entire, uh, we're getting reports that the whole NBA season has been canceled. Uh, now there's reports that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have tested positive for the coronavirus as outbreak hits the Elvis Presley film. And um, uh, I guess one NBA player was, was contracted it. You know, I'm torn over this because it's like you want to you want to be careful for people, but, you know, is it overblown to shut down an entire NBA season? How many? And, how ironically, many? and ironically, they were willing to remain loyal to China and oppose the U.S. Oh, good point. Once upon a time. Yeah, very good point. Because it's a major market for them. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's... It's tough to know what to do. It's tough to know how much to mitigate, how much containment to try to do. Because, you know, you, you're, are we going to destroy, since nobody has a crystal ball and really understands the extent of what this could be or is or will be, you know, how much damage are you, can you, are you going to inflict on your nation and on your own business um, well, well, without well, understanding that it's... 
yeah, take reasonable precautions without going crazy. I mean, you can give yourself enough stress to create illness in yourself, too. Right. So to, I look not at it, canceling it. So, so be reasonable. Yeah. Can, to me, I'm not sure if canceling an entire NBA season is reasonable. I don't know. At what point do we say, well, you know what? We're just going to court. Are we going to, uh, where's this going and where does it end? What's the benchmark for when something should be shut down or when it gets reopened? Is, and are we going to live in a society in which we all at, at age one put on a giant body prophylactic and just walk around isolated from other people for the rest of our lives. You work at home, you work via computer. It was interesting that Xi Jinping, the dictator for life in China, was seen a couple of days ago at a medical lab heroically leading the Chinese government and Communist Party to fight this virus by reassuring people. And then when you looked closely, all the faces he he was talking with were on a TV screen. Mm -hmm. He was afraid enough not to want to be in the same room with them. Right. But he was going to be there as a display object. Well, Lowell Ponty, thank you so much. His book is Money, Morality, and the Machine, Smith's Law in an Unethical, Overgoverned Age. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to have to have you back real soon as we watch this and see how it progresses. I appreciate you. Hey, thank you for being a beacon of truth and light out there for people. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you, too. All right, we're going to take a tiny little break. We come back. We're going to continue the conversation. I'm seeing some really interesting comments here on Facebook Live. I'm going to try to read out a couple of those. When we come back, 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi folks, Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, I was driving to work this morning and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of it. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over a million six hundred thousand roofs, many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started fifty nine bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1045872, This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information.
information by dialing 800-727-9105. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-727-9105. How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I like using the iHeartRadio app or going to iHeartRadio.com. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I listen by clicking listen live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in down 5% on average, erasing yesterday's rebound and down over 20% now from the record levels a month ago. Technicians now say we're in a bear market and the record 11-year bull is dead and buried. Well, maybe. But after this, then often this is what you see at the bottom. You see, it triggers the last capitulation. It clears the air, and the bulls then get to start the next leg up. But it's too soon to tell. The rest of this week should be very uh, definitive. Corona flu hysteria continues, and is the 24-7 headline news, but it's just the flu. Most companies, however, cut second quarter guidance over this. They reaffirmed the year. EC making up lost ground in the second half. Oil price war rolling on. And the oil tanks rates soar to over $100,000 a day. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kasia, our final segment tonight. I want to see if I can read a couple of comments here on Facebook because people are absolutely really engaged in this. Um, it looks as though reports are that Coachella has been canceled. I think we kind of expected that to happen, didn't we, DJ Carrot Sticks? Yes, we did. But, but this is what's interesting to me because, you know, if, if most people who get it are elderly and that's mostly a young people's event, I guess the idea, though, is to keep it from spreading because then those people might go to their elderly, be around their elderly family. Correct? Yeah, and there's just not enough still known about this. A guy who's really healthy in New Jersey, he was 32 years old and now he can't talk. He's, he's fighting the coronavirus. Yeah, um, reports are that Tom Hanks and, and Rita Wilson have it. I guess they got it uh, in Australia on a, on a movie set down there because it's like, well, how are they, you know, how has this been contracted? So um, that answers that. Not sure about the NBA player. You know, I, I, I tend to be somebody that's kind of a, you know, um, macro thinker. I tend to tend to think second and third level implications. And so as I've been thinking about this, I talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. Um, at what point do we you know, expect to, and like Lowell was referencing to cover ourselves in bubble wrap and expect uh, that there is some way in which we are ourselves or the government in particular can do to make sure that we never catch a deadly disease, you know, Uh, and how much are we going to destroy? It's like a terrorist attack too, to use a similar analogy. We said after 9-11 and the left has said, uh, we're not going to let 
uh, terrorism destroy our lives. We're going to continue to go about our lives. And the left has even continued to import people from terrorist-infested countries. And, you know, never knowing from one day to the next whether or not somebody's going to, you know, um, commit an act of terrorism like at Naval Air Station Pensacola. But here... Um, you know, it's, it's a different approach. I'm not sure if I'm explaining that analogy correctly, but it put, put Islamic, put, look at the contrast. We've got, we've got a threat to our lives in the form, one is in the form of disease and we're shutting down everything and being told to quarantine and taking all these drastic measures. We've got an ideology over here that wants to destroy us. And it's like, Oh, come on in. And how dare you question this ideology? And, and you know, it's just, it's interesting to me. From just a, a social experiment and, and a psychological standpoint, I also look <clears throat> have a friend of mine on Facebook right now who's who's struggling with cancer, and you know uh, you look at we had a case of TB in San Diego that was diagnosed today. We had four people die in San Diego in San Diego today from um, bad mushrooms that were recalled mushrooms. Did you know that, DJ Karistix? No. Four deaths from mushrooms that were recalled. We how many people die every year because of bad romaine lettuce in this country? Well, I'm not eating romaine lettuce or mushrooms tonight. Right. Well, but I mean, think about all the different ways that we could catch um, the E. coli, you know, from eating, you know, from food poisoning, cancer, TB, whooping cough. That's all these third world diseases that have come back through open borders from people that aren't vaccinated. And then we've got some unvaccinated Americans and it reemerges. You think of all the different ways that the flu. You think of all the different ways that as Americans or as humans that we could um, we could lose our life. A tragic accident from driving in our cars, automobiles deaths, uh, automobile deaths, falling off ladders, falling off roofs. You know, what can we expect a government to do and how much are we willing to just not live our life in order to try to stop and 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 make sure that none of the gazillion different ways in which we can lose our life because we are and we are all going to go at some point. It's just we just don't know how. And I and I, so it's just I feel as though the human nature, the fear that we have and in, in, in self-preservation and all that is just been kind of manipulated and exploited with this to a certain degree. Am I making sense, DJ Sticks, for what I'm saying? I understand what you're trying to say. I don't I don't necessarily believe it. But I don't have the same opinion as you. Well, well, then tell me what why, where I'm wrong. Well, I just think that, you know, equating it to a terrorist attack, there wasn't too much we could have done as an individual, Andrea Kay and Todd James, to prevent 9-11. But as this pandemic is happening, there are things that individuals can do to prevent getting this pandemic. See, I'm looking at it from a government's role. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the government's role. And well, we wh- should never trust the government for anything. We, they, they've proven that to us. Don't right. trust them. But that's the mindset is here is that people are panicked over, over this disease, and it's all about what is the government going to do as though ultimately uh, there's there's only so much a government can do. Meanwhile, they're not they're not asking. They're actually we have actually half of this country that is that's asked for the government to do things that are not in our best interest to protect us from terrorism and actually enable and encourage terrorism to continue to happen to us. And so it, that it, well, that in the same in the same sense, we're mitigating it and said, you know, that, now that they said we're at the mitigation, I think that's probably that's what happened to the terrorism. We didn't act fast enough. 
Right. And it went from preventative to mitigation. So in this is in the same in that sense, yes, it's the same. Yeah, I think that you know, I I think that President Trump's plan was well thought out. I think I liked his specifics from it. I think that it's it's measured. I think he's taking it seriously and doing what we can. I think we also need to remember, as my friend Yasmin said here on Facebook, that you know, ultimately, I'm a Christian, so I can't say what we what we remember. For me, as a Christian, I have to remember that I have no idea how long I'm going to be here on this earth, that when the Lord decides that it's my time there, you know, then that's my time and, and that I can't control the outcome and that all we can do is, you know, do our best to live a healthy life, make good choices, uh, don't make crazy decisions, you, you know, precaution and, you know, go about living our lives. So we'll have to see. Thank you for disagreeing with me, DJ Sticks. I like it when you weigh in, my friend thoughts and prayers to everybody out there and i just pray over this nation i pray over you and i wish you all well and we will see you tomorrow night 6 p.m pacific time